0: Just gonna go. What's going on, guys? Welcome to today's episode of Sports Weekly, Thursday, December 16th. As we all know, I am Brandon, and Fabian is not with us today. He is in New York and in his place. My best friend for today, Mr. Colton Frank. What's going hey, on, Hey,
1: how's it going, guys? Uh, shout out to Fabian. Hope he's having a good time over in New York.
0: Yes, yes. You know, he's taking those trips with his lady friend. Uh, I do hope he's having a good time. Oh, are we
1: closing that here on live television?
0: Yeah, dude. Hey, you know, (laughs) we're men of the people, men of the people here.
1: Hey, I respect it.
0: All right, dude. I know we don't got a lot of time for you, so let's get as much as we can with you in. Uh, I missed you on the first episode, so I'm glad to be here with you today. Let's jump into week fifteen of the NFL. First, I want to run through some news that has been breaking recently. Um, on Tuesday's episode, you know, we talked about a lot about this COVID stuff. Odell's gonna is out. Uh, half the Browns team is out. More players are out, and now, you know, we talked about. Uh, I don't think Baker was official till yesterday. Hmm. So Baker's out. Their head coach is out. And now the backup QB Case Keenum, who was going to be the starter, is now out as well.
1: Yeah, um, it seems like they're always getting hit hard with the, uh, the COVID. It's like organization organization. Um, you never know which one it's going to be. But as soon as um, I don't know if it's Omicron or what's going on, but um, once it hits an organization like that, everyone's getting it. Yeah, so. just
0: flying right through. Yeah, Another big name, Tyler Lockett, he's also out.
1: And Odell is out also.
0: Yep. Chris Jones in tonight's game is out as well.
1: Okay.
0: Um, and then um, I'm going to do two other updates. I don't know if you saw, but TJ Hawkinson is out for the season. He's having season-ending season ending surgery. Uh, so he's out. So one, the one bright spot of the Lions – Mm. is out, and then I'm trying to see what it was on. Mm, yeah, I don't see. I thought I saw something that said his thumb. but
1: Regardless, that's a big injury for them to have.
0: Yeah, but it's good. I mean, they weren't playing for anything. They don't really need him. Might as well get this right. surgery out of the way now. Um, he's on t- He'll be on track to come back before and do the, all the offseason stuff, which is good. And then also Lamar. Think,
1: yeah, oh, that's ahead. what I was about to say. I, I thought that was interesting, I, especially with, you know, the Ravens injuries this season. I'm like, they keep talking about, you know, is he going to play? Is he not going to play? I'm like, if you guys aren't really fighting for anything in the playoffs, then like, why not just give him some good rest so that you guys can come back even better next season?
0: Yeah, especially with all of the injury. I mean, they have half their running backs out. They have all their corners out uh yeah. i mean they're at the top they're tied for third right now in the division or in the afc so why not keep fighting for it but i would probably send them out this week if i were them but we do have some breaking news here perfectly on time six oh, yeah. more players on the bears including alan robinson and eddie jackson are on the COVID list nice. so once again dude COVID is out here striking anyone and everyone
1: Yeah, it's insane. Um, Just, I mean, if anyone listening does fantasy football, I mean, I know we do and the sleeper app gives us notifications and all day today, it's just been COVID, 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 like who's out, who's playing. Um, So if you're making picks for the games, I know I just made my picks for this week. Mm -hmm. Um, It's hard to keep up with all that. So you got to double check who's playing, who's not playing because if you happen to pick the Browns, you might want to go ahead and change that before it's too late.
0: Yeah, seriously. I think the Browns were favored whenever talking about those picks. I think they were favored whenever I first made the list. Mm-hmm. But now looking at it, they are the Raiders are favored by three and a half. So I'm pretty sure it is just flipped.
1: Hopefully, Frankie has the uh, Browns picked.
0: Yeah, I mean, we'll take I'll take a look out of here tomorrow and we'll we'll go through. But besides that point, hey, let's get out of COVID. Let's bring everyone back in here. You know, we're here to talk about sports. How about,
1: about that, uh, uh, Urban Meyer? Or New- oh,
0: yeah, man, we all saw it coming, right?
1: Yeah, I this mean, isn't a shock. The reports that came out just like they kept getting more and more ridiculous. Did you see the player talking about getting kicked by him?
0: Yeah, Josh Lambeau, who's apparently the fourth most accurate kicker in NFL history. <laughs> And he called and he's like, didn't call him by his name. He didn't call, like, he was like, hey, kicker, make your kicks. Like, talk about some respect, man.
1: I saw something where, yeah, like you said, but everyone on special teams, he called by their position and not by name, number. And like, imagine you're just, you're a grown man and you're out here practicing, doing your job, and your head coach kicks you. And like, you're the kicker and you're like, okay. In the hamstring, too. Yeah, and you're like, okay, haha, you know, uh, hey, Urban, can you uh, not kick me? And then he's like, oh, uh, no, I'm the coach. I'll kick whoever I want. And you're like, all right, bro. Like, I'm yeah. a grown man. Like, don't kick me.
0: And then he was actually released, too. He's not on the team anymore, Josh Lambeau. I don't know. I don't think he signed anywhere, which is really unfortunate. Hey,
1: it's like the uh, this is how it goes with, like, the whistleblowers and, and the other companies. But poor, poor Josh Lambeau had to, had to do it for the Jags to set them free
0: um yeah i know i think it's taken him some time to come out because it's been a while uh
1: they're about to do like a whole investigation into it too. be like if he actually kicked him that violates like what you're able to do as a coach this and that so i'm i'm you know i wonder if he's even like is he going back to college like obviously no one in the nfl wants him as a head coach
0: no i wouldn't want him i mean he was terrible in the nfl
1: he's going to have to do some rebranding or his PR teams going to have to do a miracle. Cause I couldn't imagine, especially a school with these young um, adults being brought up by a coach like that, that thinks he can do whatever he wants. But
0: yeah, I, I agree. I mean, he's my guess is that he'll take some time off and then probably maybe two years to reevaluate and then he'll come back into college and dominate college like he usually does. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. And I get it because, like, everyone was – I don't mean, not to talk about the Jags for so long, but um everyone was talking about how in college it's like, obviously, you can recruit and get the best team. So, all of his antics and everything that he's been doing, if you're winning, like, everyone will put up with it. But if you're mm-hmm. losing, then everyone's like, all right, dude, like, what are we yeah. doing
0: here? Especially, like, going – I mean, with the James Robbins situation, I don't know if anyone's really – if you haven't kept up caught up with that but like he took him out of the game and trevor lawrence is like hey like why isn't our best player playing right now and he he had no answer this guy had no clue what he was doing what who was playing who wasn't playing and he was just a terrible nfl coach so yeah um
1: and it's spicy and um, mm-hmm. i wonder who's is going to be the interim is they're just going to take um, one of the assistant coaches has that been released yet
0: um yeah it's the oc it it has Bebel is his last name I think okay george Bebel. let me see i pull that up here
1: not like as if the jags were gonna make it anywhere at the end of the season but um
0: arrow Bebel. That is who's taking okay. over. So, but um, let's get into some game picks here. Sure. Um, we'll talk about some matchups. So tonight we have the Chiefs versus the Chargers. Uh, this is a division matchup. Chiefs are on a five game win streak, I think it is. Mm-hmm. And the Chargers are hit or miss. every, But they did play earlier this year. Chargers won that matchup. Um And that was in KC. So this one is in LA. Mm. Both these teams are still fighting. Surprisingly, at nine and four, at eight and five for a playoff spot.
1: Yeah, the whole playoff unspin has been pretty crazy. But I think for the picking teams this week, this is one of the hardest ones for me personally to pick. But I went ahead and went with the Chiefs on this one.
0: Okay. See, so I went for the Chiefs as well, but then right before. Uh, like an hour ago, I switched, and I took the Chargers. Why is that? Um, I just think, well, they won won an arrowhead. They're coming off a huge win against Cincinnati last week. The Chiefs haven't been able to put up points, if you look at it. Obviously, they put up points against the Raiders, but that's the Raiders. Right. Um, They're missing Chris Jones. The last time they missed Chris Jones, they were terrible. He was out against... He was out week two. He was out this week three is when they played the Chargers. And then... So their last few games have been against the Giants, Packers without Aaron Rodgers, the Raiders, the Cowboys, and the Broncos, and then the Raiders again. The most points they scored were against the Raiders. They scored 41 in the first matchup, 48 in the second. I think the... Chargers' defense is better than the Ra- Raiders' defense. Right. I think the Chargers' offense is better than the Raiders'. I think the Chargers' are better than most of those offenses and defenses that they played, other than the Cowboys. But The Cowboys held them to 19.
1: Right. Well, the Cowboys have actually been playing decently on defense, too. So
0: Exactly. The um, offense is what's been struggling for them.
1: Yeah, so, and everything you said, I, that's why it was such a hard pick because I picked the Chiefs because, for me, it's like, the Chiefs have been rolling, and I just, first, I just feel like when they're rolling, they're rolling, and mm-hmm. um, I feel like they're going to come in today and get a win. But I think um, definitely this will be one of their tougher matchups where if they're able to come in and get a decisive win today, that's really going to help them carry over some momentum to go for that playoff push and do well in the playoffs. So mm-hmm. um, I'm actually thinking if, you know, the Chiefs stay hot, then we could end up seeing them um, versus New England. So that would be interesting
0: in the yeah in the afc champ or mm-hmm. ultimately they could make another run and just turn it on like they're turning it on right now this could be a full-on switch on and they could ultimately make it to where it's bucks chiefs again in the super bowl which people wouldn't be mad about to see if patrick mahomes can get his revenge on that bucks defense
1: yeah that would be um, an interesting run back considering you know all the injuries that um the chiefs had last super bowl but that might be a stretch to see. You never know. It's going to be interesting between like the Packers, the Cardinals, Rams, um, the Bucks. Like that was is, is insane over in the NFC. Yeah.
0: And then same in the AFC. I mean, you got Chiefs, New England, the Bills, the Ravens. Um, you can't count out Tennessee. You can't mm. count out Indy, the Chargers. Cleveland is even there. Cincy's even there. Denver is even there all those teams are above 500. They're two games out of first, at least. So,
1: Yeah, and I'm curious as well, especially with Tennessee, if they're able to, you know, stay in the playoff picture, even as a wild card, get a win here and there. And then if Derrick Henry does, you know, come back and he's still Derrick Henry, like um, that team could definitely go on a run and just upset people.
0: Well, they're missing Derrick Henry and A.J. Brown, and then yeah. I believe Julio as well is out. He's back. He's back. He played last week. Okay, I know he was activated, yeah. but I didn't know if he played. Yeah, he played. Um, Derrick Henry is scheduled to come back the 18th is what I saw. Okay. So, I mean, they I bet week 18, not the 18th, week 18. So, final week, they probably do, like, limited snaps. They'll probably be a wild card team by then. Actually, they might win the division. Yeah. Because right now, I mean, the Colts um are an up-and-coming team so we'll see how they both those teams finish out the schedule but good transition here to the colts they play on Mm -hmm. saturday and they host new england jonathan taylor and the boys try to go up against that tough defensive front and mac jones and billy b and if i had to guess i'm going to take the patriots to practically knock them out
1: right here absolutely yeah and um as you guys know, I said last time I was on. Um, big Patriots fan here with Brandon, and um, obviously I'm rooting for them. Um, we're gonna go ahead and get this win, keep it moving, and then um, mm-hmm. stay stay up top and they um, over in the AFC.
0: Would love to see that. Keep the dominant hold, make the playoffs go through New England just like old times. Mm-hmm. The first game on that Saturday, though, that is the night game. The first game. I think is going to happen as of right now. It's still scheduled. Uh, we have the Browns hosting the Raiders. Um, I don't know who the Browns QB is going to be. I don't know who's going to play for the Browns. I mean, it's going to be Nick. They're going to have,
1: uh, have Duranus Johnson at QB.
0: Might as well. Double back formations here, and they're just going to run read option the entire time.
1: Yeah, how fun that would be to watch. Maybe.
0: Very. <laughs> glued to the tail i wouldn't have to i wouldn't leave i would just have to sit there for less of the night
1: if both teams agreed to do it yeah they're just like all right you know let's just go for a running backs only. that'd be awesome
0: i mean the browns would have to have running backs in at qb running back and at o-line they have like half their offensive alignment as out as well so well, it's going to be bad um too bad
1: odell's not so at the browns you'd hey you know get that throw it over to Mr. Landry over there and uh, make some highlights, but That'd be cool, I saw but for the, radar, the Raiders too, isn't um, Waller not playing?
0: Waller was downgraded to out and then also Landry is out
1: as well. He <laughs>
0: also has COVID, so Odell will be throwing to DeAndre Johnson if he was there. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, this, this game's going to be terrible. I think yeah, the Raiders it win it goes. Just, you know. just because I don't think the Browns have enough, but I mean, you can't count out Nick Chubb. That guy's a game changer.
1: Literally has to put the team on his back, <laughs> but we'll
0: we'll see. Um, next game, so we're starting here Sunday. Panthers Bills. Bills are favored by ten and a half. Um, Bills coming off of two tough losses. Mm-hmm. To two of two of the Bills, practically worst enemies of all time. You have Bill, and then you have Tom right, right. after. And now you're going against the. Carolina Panthers, who are playing Cam, no McCaffrey. Their defense is solid, but their offense struggles. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I mean, I think this is a get-right game for the Bills, um, but I think everyone all Buffalo is thinking about is next week where they play New England again and try to get their revenge. But for this week, I'll go Bills. Yeah. An easy victory over the Panthers that just can't get anything going on offense with their lack of QB play.
1: I agree. I'll take the bills and something I saw that was funny about that is I believe in their last game, um, one of the last games, there was some uh, quote unquote questionable officiating calls. So Bill's mafia donated money to like a, um, like an eyesight foundation in honor of the refs. Of course so you do. gotta love Bill's mafia and all their banter.
0: Hey, at least they're donating, you know, at least they're helping out a good cause. Exactly. Uh, Speaking of a good cause that can use some donations, the Lions are now going to host the Arizona Cardinals, who will not have DeAndre Hopkins for a while. We forgot to mention that during the news segment. He is out with an injury.
1: To his knee. Yeah, Yeah. that's going to hurt me on fantasy. But, yeah, so, you know, with that news, you kind of have to take the Lions in this matchup, right?
0: (laughs) Yeah, I mean, I think the line went from 13 by, to Arizona to about 12 and a half to Arizona. So right. Hopkins, big needle mover there. Um, I'm going to take <laughs> the, the Cardinals to win <laughs> easily against the struggling Lions, who's also dealing with COVID and injuries. Swift is also going to be out for this game, most likely.
1: Yeah, I got to agree with you on that for obvious reasons. There's not a whole lot to talk about for that game, I feel like.
0: Um, Jets, Dolphins here. Dolphins still on a hot win streak. Uh, I think they are five games in on the win streak. Jets coming. I don't know if they won last week. I don't remember. I think they did. I think they beat the Texans. Nope. They got beat up by the Saints. So the Dolphins coming in on a win streak six to seven. The Jets fighting for a top five pick in the NFL draft. Oh, yeah. um, Dolphins just put their star rookie receiver. Jalen Waddle on COVID. Their running back is on COVID. Um, but I don't think that it's going to hurt them, but not much. It's a good week for them to go on COVID. Obviously, uh, it's never a good week for anyone to go on COVID. But if you had to miss a right. game, this is the game that you would want to miss and against the Jets. Um, I think the Dolphins win this and make it to 500 after starting like one in five or one in six.
1: Yeah, you, you got to give the Dolphins credit where they're due and um, them coming back on this winning streak. Um, even with those players out with COVID that you just mentioned, I still think that there's – I mean, you're playing the Jets. I feel like they're going to go in there and get it done. Unless, mm-hmm. you know, we get another 400-yard game. But um, I, I doubt we're going to see that from the Jets passing. Yeah, I don't see any – I don't see the Jets
0: coming. I mean, I don't think the defense is going to be able to stop them. No. So let's move on to another in-division matchup. You have the Cowboys going into New Jersey and taking on the Giants. Um, Cowboys coming off of a very tough, hard-fought battle against Washington. The Giants coming off an embarrassment against the Dolphins last week. Uh, The Giants will probably be without Daniel Jones. Um, The Cowboys... I don't think they're – I don't know. I haven't gotten an update on Tony Pollard. But the Cowboys are hitting a good stride right now. Their defense is playing good. Offense is slowly getting going again. And the Giants are going in the complete opposite direction. Right. So I would go Cowboys on this one easily. I mean, they're yeah, 10 and a pick. half.
1: Easy pick for me also on the Cowboys there. And even with Pollard potentially not playing, I feel like, You know, you have enough in Elliott to get the job done with the run game and what Dak's doing with the passing game doesn't need to really be talked about. I mean, um, he's throwing the ball well. He's got the receivers for him, and the Giants just don't have anything going for him. And you keep getting news about Saquon doing this or that, but he hasn't really shown up a lot this year regardless. So even if he was playing, I wouldn't even be too concerned.
0: No, he played last week, and it was not much of a difference maker. To their offense, I mean, he gave them some points, gave them some good field position, but other than that, it's just their, their whole offensive line has just been terrible. Their quarterback has been terrible. I mean, they're gonna have to do a rebuild here and just blow everything up.
1: Yeah,
0: um, so on the other side of that division, funny enough, Washington takes on the Eagles, both six and seven, Philly favored by nine and a half. I bet that's due because of all the COVID issues that Washington is having and the injury to Taylor Heineke. Mm-hmm. So um, I took Washington first, but now that more COVID is coming out, I'm going to take the Eagles.
1: Yeah, I might have to change my pick on that too. I also originally had Washington um, to win this game, but I might have to change to the Eagles I mean, one of the things to note for the Eagles is um, Jalen Hurts is still limited in practice this week. Mm -hmm. Um, So, you know, if potentially he doesn't play and we have another uh, Minshew mania going on, I mean, I I don't know if I was a Washington fan, if I'd rather see Minshew on the field or Hurts being hurt. But I'd rather um, see Hurts. Yeah.
0: I mean, Minshew (laughs) put up 33 against the Jets, dude. He lit it up. I know it's the Jets, but damn, dude, I would definitely take him over. Uh, or take I take we can
1: see Minshew on, as a starting QB, and even if it was on some crap team, like if you went over to like – if the Giants were like, all right, Danny Dimes, you're out of here. Detroit. Minshew. Oh, yeah, Detroit would be
0: – I talked about it here on the podcast uh, two episodes ago. I did ago. listen
1: to that. I did listen to
0: that. He it would be the perfect quarterback for Mr. MCDC and – the Lions organization. This guy has heart. He wants to play. He's good as a starter. He would give the whole team energy. He would be a great quarterback for them.
1: Yeah. Poor Jared Goff has to get out of town. I know he got him the one win, but that's, it's not going to be enough for those Lions fans.
0: Yeah. Um, next game we have Titans going against the Pittsburgh Steelers Titans. We said, you know, they're dealing with a lot of injuries. Steelers are dealing with immaturity on offense injuries on defense.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, so I'm going to go Titans on this one, an easy win for them. Uh, I think the the defense has not been good. The Steelers defense has not been who they used to be.
1: No. Yeah. And I agree with you for the same reasons. And if the Steelers defense can hold anybody, then the Titans can pretty much do whatever they want, even without all their key weapons being gone. I mean, We'll see what Julio does as their number one, you know, option at receiver going into this game, but Mm -hmm. I don't think it'll make a big difference.
0: No, yeah. Uh final one o'clock game. You have the Jags and their new head coach against the Texans. Both two and eleven, both fighting for the bottom of the barrel right now. Right. Um give me the Jags, though. I take the Jags, their favorite four and a half. I think they all get a little kick in the butt without urban fight for the new guy and show them like, Hey, it wasn't us. It was our coach.
1: Yeah, I agree. And I think, um, I think the Jags are going to want to prove that they're even better without urban and what better team to do it against than the Texans. So exactly. You got to go in there and just show them like, Hey, we're, we're bad, but we're not like that bad. And we, yeah, we're better now without our head coach. So
0: exactly. Um. So getting into the four o'clock games, you got Bengals, Broncos, both teams, seven and six, both teams fighting for playoff spots. Um, Give me the Bengals. I think they're often, this is actually going to be a good game. Both defenses are solid. Both offenses can get hot at one point, um, but have, but also can get cold on a complete other spectrum, but I'm going to take the Bengals on this one. I think. The Broncos offense is not as hot as the Bengals. I think you can stop Teddy two gloves. If he gets going, I don't think you can stop Joey B and Jamar chase and Joe Mixon.
1: Right. Yeah. This was another game that was hard to actually make a decision on, but I also took um, Cincinnati on that one. Um, Same reasons. I feel like Joey B and the boys over there can get it going really well in offense. And um, the Broncos, it's been like they've either been really good or really bad, so it really just depends who sh- like who shows up that game and um, mm-hmm. who wants to win them more.
0: Yeah, um, Denver is favored two and a half on this one. Oh, so and they helped they did hold the Chiefs to nineteen points last week, I think last Monday night, Sunday night. True. So, gotta keep an eye on that. Uh, you got the Falcons going into San Fran taking on the 49ers, led by George Kittle. Man, that guy's a monster.
1: Yeah, you can know if it sucked, dude. He has,
0: yeah, he has like 20 something catch, no, 30 something catches, I think, in the last two weeks or three weeks. Like, that's insane
1: mm-hmm. for and a tight end. one of those guys, just like Gronkowski, where it's like the yards after the catch, where he's just like, He'll catch the ball and then he'll get another ten yards, fifteen yards, just with how physical he is, and that's just awesome to watch. And it's really fun to see him. And um, Jimmy G is always looking to throw it to Kittle if he's open. So
0: he's like a, he's a game changer. He is that game, like you know they say, like a running back can change the momentum of game. He yeah. is that type of player that can completely switch. Like one big play by him, and your whole offense is ready to go.
1: Yeah, especially when he's healthy. I know that he had. The issues, all, you know, going through the season. Last season, he was in and out on IR at the calf and whatnot. But Mm -hmm. when he's playing, he's playing, and it's awesome to watch.
0: Yeah, it's the NFL is good when he's playing. Exactly. Um, All right, two teams that are dealing with COVID do their star receivers. You have the Seahawks going against the Rams. Uh, The Rams coming off a huge win in Arizona against Arizona. They're favored five and a half on this one. Division rivals um the Seahawks they're trying to get back in it they're not out at five and eight but this is a must win for them um the Rams it's a must win to stay up the top and compete with the other guys mm. so we I'm gonna go Rams here this is an easy win for them COVID or not
1: yeah I got the Rams as well and I feel like it sucks that the Seahawks they're in a must win situation and they're going against the, the Rams that are hot after that win with Arizona, So you yeah. got to pick the Rams on, on that one. I think it's going to be pretty easy.
0: I think the thing that hurt the Seahawks is the injury to Russ. Um, right. I think it was just a little too long. And then yeah. he, he came back too early, which hurt him as well.
1: I think, yeah, just the morale in the team after losing that many games, they, some people say that Russ is coming back too early and then, um, who knows exactly what's going on so if he really did come back early still fighting through the injury I mean if they lose this game I feel like it's time to just say hey we can't play Russ you know the rest of the season might as well wait get him healthy for next season
0: well Russ might be traded next season I think
1: that's that, also true
0: that's on the table for a lot of uh teams looking to get an upgrade at QB and he would be huge for some teams like the Steelers right but that I'm is off-season
1: If it's cool with you, we'll do the rapid fire to the rest of these games.
0: Yeah, no problem. All right, so we got Packers, Ravens, Packers favored by five and a half.
1: Yep, Packers.
0: Same here. Saints, Bucks. tough game in Bucks. Tampa. I'd go Bucks as well. Vikings, Bears, Monday night.
1: And I got the Vikings on that.
0: Give me the Vikings as well. All right. Is that it for you, my
1: man? That's it. Thanks for having me on.
0: All right, no problem, man. Thanks for filling in. Of course. All right. I'll see you. Take
1: care.
0: Bye. All right, guys, just going to be you and me. Um, I want to talk a little bit about the Ravens Packers here um, before we move on to basketball and the Saints Bucks, I guess. But this is a huge game. If you look at both these teams, Packers top of the NFC Ravens trying to stay afloat. They're eight and five. They just come off of a terrible loss against the Cleveland Browns um, and the Steelers. They're on a two game losing streak right here. And it moved, they're still top of their division, but they are fighting injury with Lamar. They're fighting injuries in their secondary D-line. I know Colton mentioned that the sleeper app. It gave us a huge update today that, like, Calais Campbell, um, Hollywood Brown, Lamar, and their tight end, not Mark Andrews, but their other guy, excuse me, at tight end is also out of practice today. So that's something to keep an eye out for the fantasy players here. And then on the Packers side, I mean, you got Rodgers dealing with that two injury, but other than that, I mean, they're they're humming. They're getting guys back. They're getting stars back. David Bakhtiari, Alexander, um, Smith, uh, I think it's Zedarius, not Preston, um, getting back healthy, getting them good. They just lost their right tackle Billy Turner last week, but I mean, still, I think he's going to be. I think the Packers are in a good groove right now. And the Ravens are going the opposite way. So this might be a third game loss by the Ravens. And then Saints-Bucks, it's always tough. The reason why I wanted to talk about this one. um, It's always a tough tough matchup. It's Sunday night. Tom is practically could be. um, He's 50-50 right now with Aaron Rodgers at MVP. Tom's playing out, out of his mind. The offense for the Bucks is in a groove. The defense is getting healthy. Their secondary positions are coming back. And then the Saints, I mean, six and seven, they're not out of it, too. Uh, this is a must. This is a huge win if they could pull this off. But, uh, I mean, you got Taysom Hill. You have Alan Kamara back there. And then that's it really on offense. The other guys haven't – Smith hasn't been able to step up. Um, Marcus Callaway, Juwan Johnson, they've done their part, but they haven't done enough to put them over. Um, so this is going to be a good game. I'm glad it's on a Sunday night primetime. Like I said, this is a close – the defense for the Saints is going to hold them in the game. Um, the Buccaneers have been behind the running game these past few, past few weeks. So we need to see how the Saints can do in stopping Lenny and seeing if they can get in Tom's face. It was one. It's one of the only teams that have been able to do so. So let's jump into some NBA news here. Um, the Lakers have added Russell Westbrook into the protocol, which is, I mean, we talked about it. COVID's running through every sport right now. Main, I mean, I think I saw something like 100 players on NFL, 30 players in NBA. Uh, the Bulls, they are trying to hope to resume in the uh, next few days, trying to get things. Um, Zion, his foot injury—he'll be reevaluated in four weeks—is what I saw as well. And then last night, there's been two huge games. Um, I just want you—if you're listening out there—go ahead check them out. It was the Lakers-Mavs overtime buzzer beater. I think it was by Austin Reeves. Shoots a three, makes it 107-104 to win over the Mavs here. Huge win by them. Um, the Bucks they beat the Pacers without Middleton and Giannis, as we talked about on Tuesday with Fabian. And then the Pacers, I mean, they're, they're going to shake something up here. Sabonis came out and said the other day that he is ready to move on. He wants to be traded. Um, he wants to be part of a big package, go to a team that's contending. So keep an eye on that during the trade deadline. And then you also have the 61. So the Thunder Pelicans game. You had like not a buzzer beater type, but like a game closing shot to tie it up by OKC. And then so Devontae Graham of the Pelicans takes the inbound, runs it from 61 foot away. Buzzer beater, three-pointer, 113-110. to 110. New Orleans beats OKC, puts them one game above them in the win column. But it was still interesting to watch. I would check it out. So let's go ahead, jump through some games here that are coming up. Uh, so tonight on NBA TV, you have the Nets hosting the 76ers. Um, we've talked about the Nets. Um, I don't think Harden is playing in this game. 76ers, I mean, he's still got the full squad. There. Um, But I think I would take the Nets in this one just because I believe, I mean, you're home, you have Durant, Durant's a game changer. Uh, The Sixers have not, they've been dealing with a lot of scoring struggles, I would say. If you look at their past games, they haven't been scoring a lot of points compared to what they could be doing. So I would go with that one. And then you got Suns Wizards, two teams who are hot um now you might be thinking the Suns are or the Wizards are 14 15 and 14 but i mean did you, no one expected them to be 15 14 at this point so pretty interesting even there uh, tomorrow friday december 17th you have hawks nugs both 14 and 14 500 jokic who is playing out of his mind right now is oh just got a breaking news. Sorry. I know we were talking about this one, but the Sacramento Kings, the Aaron Fox is now in health and safety protocols along with several staff members of the Kings organization. So again, another player out due to COVID. Wow. All right. Um, you have warrior Celtics going to be an interesting matchup there. Both teams you expect to be there in the playoffs. Expect to be fighting for a championship, Warriors more than the other. They did activate Clay and James Wiseman off the G League team. So coming soon, teams got to be nasty. And then nothing really too good. I mean, we have the Timberwolves I want to talk about a little bit. I know I saw an update the other day, Anthony Edwards. um, He's just scoring really well. I don't remember the exact stat, but he put up a triple-double last night against the who was it against the nuggets and he scored 38 which is huge he made 10 point 10 three pointers that night too so they are facing the Lakers could be an interesting matchup there on ESPN Saturday December 18th you have the Knicks versus the Celtics um, I'm gonna go Celtics here. The Knicks have been going in the opposite direction. Shout out Fabian here on this one. Um, but I just, the Knicks got to figure something out. I think they're. I think teams are figuring out like, hey, if we can stop Randall, we can stop the Knicks. Um, so they need another star, RJ Barrett, to step up and just another star to take the load off of him. And the Celtics have been fighting to just stay afloat here. And then Bucks, Cavs, two teams at the top of the East. Um, Bucks will probably still be without Middleton and Giannis. Um, Middleton's out due to injury. Giannis is out due to COVID. But so that is going to be an interesting game. I'm excited to see if the Cavaliers can hold off one of the top teams in the East. And then Sunday, December 19th, up, update for all the fancy players Austin Eckler is playing tonight against the Chiefs. So. Man, I'm, I'm liking the Chargers here on that game for sure. So we got Sunday. Got Cavaliers Hawks, going to be an interesting one. Trey Young hosting the Cavs. Um, he's been playing well. He's been he's keeping his team good, keeping them competitive. You also have Bulls Lakers. This is when they hope the Bulls will play their first game since the postponement of games. So we'll see if they can come back you know they haven't practiced they haven't played huge test against the big three or technically big two because um russ will most likely be out of this game another one as well you'll have nets nuggets versus nets here on sunday uh again jokic trying to keep his team afloat trying to wait for jamal Murray, who most likely will probably be coming i mean we talked about before who knows when he's coming back? And you also have Hornet Suns to end the night at eight o'clock. Um, the ball, you have LaMelo against Chris Paul, two guys that are past first guys, but also can go get a good bucket here and there. Um, I don't know about D Book. I haven't seen an update on him. But again, I think we talked, we just mentioned, you know, they're just trying to keep him out, keep him rested, let them go ahead and get. good lead and probably bring them out after christmas or during christmas i mean you got some good games on christmas day um monday december 20th getting close to the holiday week here um nothing too big 76ers celtics uh both teams i mean we talked about them both here a lot today definitely but these teams are trying to figure things out i mean we talked about it before both these guys both these teams have kind of the same issue. You know, you talked coming into the season, you're like, man, the 76ers are about to take another jump. Tatum and Brown on the Celtics are going to take that jump. These two teams should probably clash in the East and make it a top four between the, the Bucks, Nets, 76ers, and Celtics. And it's practically been the opposite for them. Um, they both had some locker room issues with Ben Simmons and the 76ers. And then you have like Tatum and Brown against the Celtics organization. So that's going to be interesting to see. And then you have Hornets, Jazz. Jazz has been – I mean, they do it every year. They're quiet. They make some moves, and they dominate. They're twenty and seven right now. I know we joked that they lost the Magic and they went on a losing streak, but at the end of the day, like it's the Jazz, Donovan Mitchell, Rudy Gobert, and Conley have been dominating in the regular season. But when it comes to the postseason, they don't show up. So we'll see. When it gets down time to that, see if they can actually hold strong. And then Tuesday, we'll wait off. I think we'll have Fabian back on Tuesday, so we'll talk about Tuesday when he gets back. So let's talk here about – I just want to run through college basketball. We've had some shakeups. Um, last time we talked, I know we. it was Purdue that was one, I believe. Well, I don't know who's number one, but right now Purdue lost, Duke lost, UCLA lost. Um, so right now your number one team is Baylor. Then you have Duke, Purdue, UCLA, and Gonzaga. And then Bama sneaking up. They went up three list past ranking. They're at six. Good solid team, good young team. Um, so got to keep an eye on them. But the biggest jump I would see is. They went up seven is Michigan state, but I mean, they started hot this early or in the year Um, college basketball is exciting in the mm, leading up to March madness because teams are trying to fight to stay alive, make the bubble, make the brackets. So we'll talk more about it when we get to that, but we also have two huge boxing matches. I'm going to end on. Um, We got Frank Gore. Yeah, that's right. Frank Gore against Darren Williams. Is it Darren or Duran? I believe it's Darren Williams. The New Jersey net is what I know him from. In a boxing match, none of these guys have fought. Both of those have been training, uh, but no one's fought before. This is a huge, I'm not going to say huge. I mean, this is, it's a joke to to boxing. I mean, but it's good. It's all just for entertainment right here. So that's going to be interesting to see. And then the fight of the night, you have Woodley, Paul, too. Um, Paul offered Woodley X amount of money. I don't remember. Fabian talked about it uh, two week, a week ago on the pod here. I think it was like 500000 to knock him down or knock him out. And I think this is, if I had to guess, Woodley should win this fight just because of his fighting experience. Um, but... If I had to guess, it's probably going to be Paul because it's rigged somehow. So uh, it's going to be interesting to see. A good fight weekend. Good NFL. I mean, you got NFL tonight, Chiefs Chargers. You got NFL on Saturday. At least one game. I don't know about the Browns. Got to keep an eye on that. And then NFL on Saturday, basketball every day. And then boxing Saturday night leading up into this holiday break um i know school's getting out here soon so it's a good time of year everyone should be happy it's joyous time i know covid's getting out there so i want everyone to be safe every listener here Um, i appreciate you listening for today shout out to colton for stepping in shout out to fabian hope you're having a good time in new york my man um and just shout out to you for listening guys appreciate it Make sure you guys share it to friends, family, and tell them, like, hey, you know, if you want to catch up in sports without any of the sports center stuff, this is the place to go. It's a quick episode, just throw it in on while you drive. So we will catch you guys on Tuesday for our recap episode with Fabian. If not Fabian, well, Colton, most likely, or Fabian or Frankie, excuse me. So many Fs. Um, so we'll see how his travel goes but for now i'm signing off i'll catch you guys then enjoy the sports this weekend relax have a drink and let's go pats baby see you guys then